Hello and thanks for joining us on HearthCast, episode number 380 for patch 7.3.5. We talk about World of Warcraft and the rest of the Blizzard universe. This is Freckleface. And this is Root. Coming up, we're going to talk about the effect that the remote auction house removal has had. And we're going to cover some familiar new characters in Hearthstone. A special thanks to all of our Patreons. Your continued support means the world to us, and we sincerely thank you for all you do. So hey there, Freckleface. Hey there, Root. Tell me about your week in the Blizzard universe. Uh, in Warcraft, I haven't done much other than just level my Gnome Hunter a little bit. Stonelock Modan. What's her name again? Freckle, right? Freckles. 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 With a Z? Uh, with an S. Oh, with an S. Freckles. Yeah, Freckles. What server? A Whisperwind. What level? 35. Oh, okay. 35. Okay. Yeah. And, and Alliance. Alliance, yeah. yeah. Gnome Hunter. Yeah, okay. How was that? Um, Fine. Good. And Lockmodan doing a little uh, dungeons here and there. Did Scarlet Monastery. I mean, is it everything you one? wanted it to be? Because, like, we started off when we started the show, we were both gnomes. Yeah. I was a gnome warlock. You were a gnome. Rogue. Uh, rogue. Yeah. Okay. And we've kind of come to realize that the, the hunter class suits you well. It does. And now you can have a gnome hunter. Yeah. So is it everything you hoped for? You know, it's just it just feels more relaxing than anything else, because I'm not trying to sit there and um, figure out what the spells are going to do. I already had the muscle memory for it. This is true. And I'm doing alliance side quests, so I feel like things are familiar. Makes me want to. Uh, well, I don't want to level. Get catch up to thirty pretty quick, though. Yeah, that'd be fast. What are you thinking about? I really don't want to do another warlock. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, th- I think we're okay with it. We we have we have a hard enough time right now getting our our nightborn. We missed this week. I know we did. So it's let's, our usual let's, uh, afternoon. Yeah, let's stick with leveling our nightborns right okay. now. Maybe I'll slow up one of my other. Like I've got a uh, one hundred warlock alliance. Brockle. I have. <laughs> I have a level ninety. Uh, no, no more lock, but she's a different server. Yeah, but I would want to take my, my gnome war, warlock to go level with your gnome hunter. Oh. I'll see what server he's on. Maybe I'll transfer him over to Whisperwind. He might be on Whisperwind. Yeah, the problem with that, so like, we would run into the issue of not being in the same spot in the quest lines. Well, maybe we can dungeon together. Yeah, we could dungeon together. We have and, a long queue time. Yeah, and quest on our own and dungeon together. Oh, that sounds fantastic. Oh, that'd be interesting. Yeah. We'll try that. See how okay. that works. I've been playing Hearthstone every day, getting a quest or two done. That's with the, uh, the new Witchwood expansion. Yes. How are you liking it? Oh, I love it. And the quests themselves, it feels a lot more gratifying. They take less effort and they award more gold. I haven't done any of the questing yet. Ever since well, I, I mean, they, I got Lunara. I got that one out of the way. See, that's the problem right now is I have quests that you have to complete before they go away. Yeah. That's kind of an issue, I think, with the interface because the whole win 10 games to get Lunara, like, I think that should just be something that's tracked in the background. Yes, thank you. Not like taking up a quest slot. Thank you, yes. It should I just be a you. reward because you have to do it anyhow to get her. Right. And, and you, you can't re-roll it because they wouldn't want someone to re-roll it and miss out and they have to put in a ticket. Which, by the way, is kind of the reason why they got rid of the whole being able to hide a quest. Because all that would happen is people would hide a quest, forget, forget about it, on. couldn't find it, put in a ticket. 
Like, hey, hey, I was supposed to be doing this quest. I haven't well, seen it. Well, you hit it. it. Yeah. Oh. So Okay. Yeah. Sorry, Blizzard. So I have heard some complaints like, oh, I can't give her this Lenar quest, but well, you don't I, want people to re-roll it. It's okay. I still have the one from uh, Defeat 10 Daz Boss Dungeons, uh, Dungeon Bosses or something. Oh, from the la- from the Kobolds and... Yeah. Yeah. So I was going to read off the quest that I have here. Okay. I'm, I'm loading up Hearthstone now on my mobile device. Oh, okay. Your mobile device. Fancy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm fancy like that. I don't have a cell phone. I have a mobile device. Mobile device. Business cell phone. Do you remember before Hearthstone was out on mobile devices, people were like remote into their desktops from their phones to try oh, to play yeah. Hearthstone? And it was yeah. it was impossible because the interface was so... It's so small. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's see what do you here. Have? Uh... I have defeat ten bo- defeat ten dungeon run bosses for kobolds and catacombs, uh, which I have not completed. There's yet. not the reroll symbol next to it. There is not a reroll. Okay. I have defeat ten monsters as the tracker for Monster Hunt. That took me a while, and spoiler alert, it gives you one. It replaces that one with the next one. And I have catch a big one, which is defeat three Monster Hunt bosses. So, and all right, so if you do a monster hunt... I'll get two of them out of the way. Yeah, you get two of them out um, of the way. If I defeat ten monsters and defeat three... So here's a problem Problem with this is um, none of these are re-rollable or dismissible. Yeah, okay. I have to do those you quests. You have to do those. <laughs> you must have had the, the kobolds and catacombs one for a long time, though. I have, it's because I didn't really enjoy the concept of dungeon runs. Okay. I, I liked the idea for uh, in a competitive scene when we would do our fireside gatherings. Mm-hmm. I liked it do then. Do time runs? Yeah, time runs. I personally, there was two things. Number one, I didn't really, I was like, eh, it's something to do, but I don't really have the time to sit there and play Hearthstone. And like, I can do one game, two games, maybe three games, and then I'm done. And so, it you know, does it keep your dungeon run? Does well, it let you it, okay, pause so, it? so that's the number of bosses. Yes, it does. Um, when, you, when you finish a boss and you're in that middle screen where you're picking cards, you can exit and come back to it. It'll stay not, the same run. I did not know this. The other thing is, like, the number of wins, it's not like you have to have 10 wins in a run. Oh. You just, like... If you do one run and you only defeat two bosses, two of those count toward that quest. Oh, I did not know that And either. then you just start the next one. Well, the other part of me that I don't like is non-dismissible quests. If you, like, when we discovered that, maybe we should do a whole topic about non-dismissible quests because I don't like it. And so part of me, out of spite, doesn't want to finish it. <laughs> so. I think the counter to that is that they only do it when it's new content. It's not new content anymore. It's kobolds and catacombs I or know, whatever. But they pushed it out when it was new content. Yeah, I know, but now get rid of it, make it dismissible. Oh yeah, maybe make it dismissible yeah. now. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. But if you just done it. <laughs> now you're trying to force content on me, Blizzard? <laughs> what are you doing? That's what they always do. Yeah. Well, I've had a crazy week. I've had a very busy IRL week. And I've had not had uh, practically any game time. I haven't had time really for myself. There's been a lot of stuff for other people, which is fine. It's part of what I do. I did have some time to get PX to 64, so now we're PX 64. Getting close to PX 90. Getting close to PX 90. I'm, I'm not going to lock him because, man, Rogue is so fun. It is. I Plus, got, you got to see the, the order hall. Yeah. Well, really I'll, I will get to see it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, you got to. <laughs> I'm standing by my word choice. <laughs> <Stand by. laughs> it's okay. 
So uh, I got really mad uh, yesterday when I was playing. I only had a little bit of time to play. And I got some quest in Northrend where I'm going through whatever the big people, Vikrals, the big Vikral camps. And there's this dude that's now my companion. He's a dwarf, I think. I'm a rogue. I want to stealth in. Well, dude doesn't stealth. Dude just runs along. Well, I can also fly, so maybe I want to fly in. Oh, no, no. Dude just runs along the ground at super fast speeds. Yes, I think when the quests were designed, people weren't flying yet. So he doesn't so stealth. Do not take the he doesn't fly. He doesn't okay. even mount up. And he just runs. And then he doesn't follow me. So I wanted to take a path of let me walk around this house or building to the side of it, stick to the side so I don't aggro. Oh, no, no, no. He's going to go around like the cart <laughs> that I'm trying to sneak around. He's going to go around the outside of the cart and aggro like four or five people. On his- <laughs> he wants adventure. Adventure is somebody else's dime, not mine. <laughs> so something, a quest that should have taken, I don't know, maybe tops 20 minutes. It took over an hour. That sounds really irritating. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I got to burn four towers down and kill like 20 guys. I'm like, all right, it's easy. No. You had to walk everywhere with him. And then, oh, this was horrible. I'm walking and I'm like, oh, okay, this dude's like uh, an elite and he's got a dog or something with him. So I'm like backtracking. Does he backtrack? No. <laughs> no, I'm like, he's going to see you. And he saw him. <laughs> and so I'm like, oh, okay, I'm a rogue. Thank goodness I've got vanished. Poof, I vanished. Oh, no. It didn't work because the dude's still getting attacked. And he's my quest giver. He can't die. What if he dies? Start all over? Oh, this is like an escort thing. Yeah, this is super aggravating. So. Uh, I did get a chance to go run, and we need to add this to our rotation, by the way. I ran Oldeman with my druid. Oldeman? Oldeman. We've run it a couple times as we're leveling our, our um, Nightborn. It's the one with, like, the troll bugs in, in the mine. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. There are some pretty... Sweet drops in there. Are there? Yeah. Like what? Uh, well, there's the fez that drops in there. The and fez what? Hat. The, okay. The, like the fez is a hat. If it's a kind of hat, and it right, is right. the only fez in the game. Oh. Yeah, and it commands a significant price on the auction house. Ooh. Uh, there's a shield that drops in there that is like a massive, really good PvP uh, twink shield. Although the price has come down a lot since they have. Uh, done a lot of normalization uh, with uh, leveling, but still a very good shield. There's a lot of things that drop in there. Uh, rare rare drops, of course, but the price at command is extremely high. I didn't get a single one of them in my run, uh, but it's, I'm going to add that to our rotation. We need to get back doing that. I know. Yeah. I got a little tired of it. So did I. Uh, yeah. Maybe we don't need to do it every... We were doing it like every Sunday every week, evening. Yeah. Maybe we need to do it like... Not every Sunday evening, <laughs> just every other or something. So I do want to get uh, do some more, like I said, more dungeon farming with that. Because if we just get like one or two of those drops, then uh, you're not paying for WoW anymore. That's a good goal. Yeah, token. Yeah. Token it down. So that's been our week in the Blizzard universe. The remote auction house has finally been removed from the WoW Armory mobile app. Yes, it has. I uninstalled that app as soon as they made the announcement. Wow, I hadn't considered doing that. There's 
not much I need. You know, well, I, I'm still kind of tracking PX's level if I forget it. That's so I log into that. <laughs> okay. Which I could do in, on my computer just as easy. Yeah. So guild chat would be the only reason to keep it? I guess, but I'm more connected with people I know IRL. So Discord. Discord. Yeah. 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 Huh. I think I'm going to do that right now. <laughs> <laughs> I think it just updated too. And like, yeah, that is, uh, you bring up a very good point, Freck. All right. Well, let me think. We'll do this okay. on the fly. All right. All right. I'm going to, I'm launching it now on the fly on my, uh, mobile device. <laughs> mobile device. <laughs> I mean, you can check your, your gear, I guess. But I can do that. And if, if you I can, could, I could like log into the website and do that with through yeah, Chrome yeah, on my can. mobile Device. On your own device, yeah. Uh, let's see, calendar. Would you use? Does anybody use a guild, guild yeah. calendar? Realm status. No. Talent calculator. <laughs> Who's ever used <laughs> that? Uh, bookmarks. What are you bookmarking? I don't. I don't know. I don't think I've ever used this account. Has no bookmarks. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> What's that? I. I don't. I don't know. I honestly, don't know. Um. Yeah, uh, I cannot think of a reason anymore to have this application there on my phone. There you go, free up some space on your so, mobile device. <laughs> here, there, grab that, re-uninstall, re-uninstall. Re-uninstall. Yeah. Do you want to uninstall this app? Okay. That's the wrong UI. Do you want to uninstall? Yes, no, no. It says, do you want to uninstall? Okay, cancel. It should uh, say yes or no, not okay, cancel. Anyhow. It's gone. Yeah. Uh, it's now gone. So, but here's the thing. We, we speculated with the removal of the remote auction house, uh, the reasoning behind it, we speculated, was because it just simply wasn't being used. So when we first started talking about this, I started monitoring WoW Auction and the Undermine Journal uh, with the statistics, with the graphs, to see how, you know, how many trades are we having, what is, what is the status of the auction house. Uh, since they've removed it, I have noticed an insignificant amount of change. It is virtually, for all intents and purposes, all in, for all intensive purposes. Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Um, it's unchanged. Now I know it, we were just we're right on the 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 start of this not having it. Not much change at all. So that kind of confirms what we uh, supposed, what we came up with as a, an evaluation, which was. Blizzard would only remove something if they had the data set that says nobody's using it. Or at the very least, a very small number of people who are probably using it really frequently, but yeah, not the, most players. If the numbers were there, they would have fixed it, is, is, my, yeah. is our stance. If the, and the numbers weren't there, so get rid of it. Use the resources for somebody else. Now, my usage of the remote auction house was pretty much on my commute. Uh, I'd ride the train in to downtown and I would get on the train and I would connect to the Wi-Fi on the train and I would jump on the remote auction house and I would buy out like all of Fell Slate and flip it. So what that means is I need to either rearrange my day to do that or somewhere else, you know, do it, um, you know, log into my computer from home or from work here, just remote in and have a tune parked by an auction house. Because by remote, it's gone, gone. It, you, there's no web interface. 
So that means I can't even come into work and log in and use my PC uh, browser. I can't go into Chrome and do trades that way. The API is still there. So all the websites that continue to access the data for the remote or the auction house itself is still going to be there. So wow, auction, trade skill master, undermine journal, all of those are still going to be active. Uh, you'll still be able to, to do that. Now, the speculation I have is that the majority of people who are serious auction house people are using more than likely trade skill master. That's what they've got to manage their auctions. What does that do? A massive, massive amount. Um, that's not really an easy question to answer, but like, it is, does it give them the market price of stuff? Uh, tons. Uh, it, it, more than enough data. It, the amount of data that Trade Skill Masters uh, gives to somebody for the auction house is enormous. Uh, it's a massive add-on. It takes a while to set up. Uh, there are people who dedicate that, their entire shows, video, uh, YouTube channels, and podcasts about Trade Skill Master. Uh, because it takes, I had it, it took a long time to set up. Once it's set up, though, it dials stuff in and it tells you when to buy, when not to buy, what values you have, what stuff you can make in order to, like, it could go to the point, to the point where you scan the auction house and if you're an engineer, it'll tell you when the best time to buy XYZ is to build this, to sell that, to make a profit. That's crazy. It is extremely, extremely well thought out and a very, very good add-on. But you have to, in essence, play a whole nother game. You play Trade Skill Master. You don't play World of Warcraft. But people make millions of gold doing this. I, my approach to the auction house has always been kind of an economical one. I look at trends. I look at charts. I know the value of what something's going to sell for, uh, sell for on particular servers. Therefore, I know I should buy it at or farm it. And I'm okay buying something and making 50 to 100 gold on a flip. You know, some people, that's just pennies. Well, yeah, but it's okay because at the time, remember, I was on my commute. So it's time that I'm just sitting there anyhow. Now I don't have that because I don't have the remote auction house anymore. And frankly, uh, I'm not going to log in to my phone uh, through Splashtop and try to do an auction that way. That'd be crazy. So you, you're, you're down to mules, auction house tunes. Do we call them mules and, and wow? I don't know. Okay. But we're down to that. Where you're going to have to have a tune uh, parked out by the auction house, bank tunes, and log into that bank tune and do your remote auction housing that well, your auction housing that way. What that might lead to, though, is a lot of places, like their businesses, you can't log into Blizzard. You can't log into WoW. Like the, the mobile or the, um, the authenticator, like the Blizzard app, won't, is blocked. And so you can't authenticate, which means you can't log into WoW. Or just the WoW ports themselves are blocked. So you have a lot of people who were relying on the remote auction house since that really wasn't blocked because it's on their phone. And um, they were, you, know, you might get a little bit of a ding there, but it hasn't been significant yet. Yeah. I've already heard people talking and they say, well, you know, I have my personal laptop that I bring to work with me. You know, we're allowed to use it at launch type thing. And I just jump on my hotspot and jump on and do it that way. So the junkies, as it were, the auction house junkies. Working around it. Yeah. Yeah. Rest in peace, that podcast. That was a great podcast. Uh, but yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, there's always going to be people finding a way around it because if that is what they enjoy to do, they're going to find a way to enjoy to do it. Because making gold is quite addictive in the world of Warcraft. I don't know if you knew that or not. I can tell. I never really got into it. 
Yeah, I just it's one of those fun things. What's weird is that like you've never gotten into it yet. You have the transmog mount, and you have all these mounts that I don't have that you paid money for, yeah. gold for rather. Yeah, because when I get gold, I spend it. Yeah, I just spent a lot. We have to do this too. I need to go upgrade all my heirlooms. Oh yeah, we need to do that. And it's gonna cost me a pretty penny. I'm pretty sure. It's not that much. What do you define as not much? Two thousand. Oh. Okay. Well. Let's dedicate a time um, to do that soon. All right. We'll do it our next, our next run. Our next run. All right. Yeah. That works for me. That's funny. Um, I see, but I like my, my play money to be spent impulsively because I'm not impulsive in real life. Maybe I think I'm opposite. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm very impulsive with my IRL purchases, and I hoard them. I should, I need to change that habit. Like, like an IRL, I do a lot of window shopping. Yeah. Hardly ever buy anything impulsively. Yeah. When I get into my games and I buy something impulsively with my fake currency. Fake currency. I start to feel guilty. I'm like, it's fake currency. Whatever. Who cares? I don't know what it is. I can't figure it out because I'm thinking like, I really like sitting on that gold. And I should like to because, hoard stuff. But it's not worth anything. IRL. And it's no, not but worth I get it. It's, it's, game. it's the pride thing, though. Yeah, but, okay, so I, the, the block that I have that I didn't realize I've had and I need to get over is the fact that if I pop out my the, the transmog mount, that's showing off that I can afford. That's why people buy that million-dollar spider or yeah, two true. million or whatever he yeah. is because they can. Yeah, it's like that I Am Rich app. <laughs> oh, that was a funny app. Yeah. So I need to have a, a paradigm shift in my my thoughts of gold and wow. I need to spend some. If it makes you happy to hoard, if it makes you happy to have like a really big number in your bank, then whatever. That's just not how I am wired. I'd rather have the stuff. Well, I've hit all my goals. I mean, what you, you hit your goal of what you want to do in wow and for your currency level, then what do you do? You make well, another be, one. Well, yeah. You know, they, they took the gold cap off or made it so incredibly high. Yeah. We go on a shopping spree. All right. Buy me some stuff. Yeah. Get a new hat. What are you trying to say? That you need a new hat. You you were all about that the Fez hat. The Fez hat? I'm not yeah. buying that thing. It's expensive. Oh. <laughs> buy something like that. What? Oh. You maybe. could buy it just to show off that you can afford it. No, I'll go buy yeah, I'll buy a I'll buy the tundra. Not the what is it? The yak. Yeah, the yak gives you a transmog thing. Right, which I'm always bumming yours. Yeah. I'm like, Fred. And you dream on Which is fine. I mean, my alts can summon it, so it doesn't matter. I know, but but like right now on PX, which you're nowhere near PX, he's got a mismatched oh, sword. Oh. Yeah. One sword, sword picked up is better and is not glowy, and it bothers me. What race is he? Uh, he's one of the uh, Void Elves. Taking him Stormwind? Is that too far? I'm in Northrend right now. Uh, You can take him to the regular Northrend. The Northrend. I am the in Dollar regular Northrend. Northrend. Yeah. Um... There's a dude there. Haven't made it there right now. I'm in uh I'm in Howling Fjord. 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 Okay. Uh but eh, maybe I'll just go get them out. Well, we'll have to see next week if you follow through. Yeah, we'll do that. And in uh conclusion here, I don't think that the removal of the remote auction house has caused any significant impact to the game whatsoever. Hey folks, remember, a super easy way to show your support of what we're doing at HearthCast is using our Amazon link. If you go to hearthcast.com forward slash Amazon, that's going to take you right on over to Amazon's website and everything works exactly as it should. We do get a little bit of a commission, pennies on the dollar of what you spend there. 
and that helps us offset costs here at the studio. So remember, before you Amazon, head over to hearthcast.com forward slash Amazon. With new expansions come new characters, and that's no different in Hearthstone. We have new, a lot of Worgen characters in Hearthstone this time around. Yeah, Worgen and witches was a huge theme in this expansion. Uh, what I always think is interesting is that the types of characters that they add in Hearthstone, some of them are straight from Warcraft. Some of them are kind of like people that could exist in the Hearthstone universe. Or exist in the Warcraft universe, I would say. Yeah, if you remember when we first uh, started with Hearthstone, it was Hearthstone Heroes of Warcraft. And now it's just Hearthstone. So I think that gives them, you know, we speculated what they would do to that, or with that rather. But I think that uh, in what it has allowed them to do is add different card characters and card classes and card types. They've added things that end up in Warcraft later sometimes, like Sir Finley. It gives them, yeah, it's more freedom. They have more, more freedom. artistic freedom to do things. They're not kind of, they've, you know, they back themselves out of the corner that they'd back themselves into with Heroes of Warcraft because then people go, oh, no, 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 no. There's, Sir Finley is not in Warcraft. He's no, he's not a hero. So now and they kind of went to, well, they could be. Yeah. So we're going to add him. Yep. And now he's in Warcraft, isn't he? Now he's, yeah, yeah now they added him. So we just want to take a look at those characters that have been in Warcraft. Some of them have been in Heroes of the Storm also, um, and now these characters have been added into Hearthstone. Yeah, and they may not be in World of Warcraft, but they're in lore. Uh, so let's talk about one of my favorite guys, uh, Gen Greymane. He's a new neutral legendary card. Now, Gen Greymane, he is currently the king of Gilneas and one of the original founders of the Alliance of Lordaeron. He's a he's big. He's a big guy. Uh, he's warrior. He's got thick features like a heavy beard, black and gray armor. He is stubborn. He's proud. He's strong-willed. He's cunning. He's arrogant. He's just he's a burly guy. And then he turns into a worgen. He's even more burly. Oh, I know. And he eats. Remember the cinematic where he was like clawing in and eating a guy, and then uh, was it Anduin's like like Greymane. Greymane! <laughs> like, like a dog is like, what? <laughs> I have not seen his card yet. The legendary. It's a tough one because it's one of the ones that relies on you making one of the decks. I think it's uh, all odd numbered cards. Yeah, I haven't done a deck like that. I need to do a deck like that. But I don't think I have that card yet. Not to see. A warrior legendary that was added is Darius Crowley. Now, he was once a Gilnean nobleman. He dissented with King Greymane's decision to separate his people with the Greymane Wall. Crowley led the Northgate Rebellion that caused a civil war in Gilneas, and during that he was imprisoned. When Gilneas was attacked by Worgen, he was freed and became a Worgen himself. So both Crowley and Greymane reconciled and joined forces against the threats that Gilneas faced. Now he leads the Gilneas Liberation Front, which fights against the Forsaken along with the Bloodfang Pack and the Seventh Legion. When the Burning Legion returned to assault Azeroth, Darius and his daughter Lorna joined Gengrainmane on the Skyfire as part of his army forces. There's also Dollmaster Dorian. Dorian is a puppet master in the Witchwood expansion. It's a blood elf holding a small doll. 
and you can get a transmog set of the Dollmaster Dorian in the World of Warcraft. Some of the interesting lore behind Dollmaster Dorian is that he was suspected of being part of the Crowskin cult. But when they went to investigate to see what's going on, they sent or they found a doppelganger and he thought it was him. So when the agent goes in to investigate what's happening, the agent doesn't come back. They send an agent who looks or a person who looks just like that agent back, a doppelganger. And he sent that agent back who reports that Dollmaster Dorian is this awesome dude, a nice guy. He knows what's best. So the impersonator was discovered and they uh, disposed of that impersonator, but the whereabouts of the actual missing agent remain unknown. That's one of the creepiest stories I've heard. It is pretty creepy, isn't it? Yeah. So this guy's a bad dude, and he's yeah. just like, um, okay, we got a spy. We figured out the spy is supposed to be here. Uh, and you know what? He looks just like Chris. Let's send Chris back. <laughs> Chris, go tell him how much of a cool guy I am, all right? All right. No, I don't think it's that. I think he somehow he voodooed, like, a copy of this dude. Oh, you think he made a... Yeah, because oh. he's a puppet master. So it was, like, yeah. some kind of doll that was sent back to parrot some particular phrases. That makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah. Although it's creepy about it is, like, how would you figure out that that person was a doppelganger and not the real person as opposed to just the real person being brainwashed? Well, did you see the movie uh, where the, the dude was, like, a clone? It wasn't a clone, but he was, like, a spitting image of the president, and the president died and they replaced the president with him? No. Yeah. So that happened. So the president had, like, a heart attack, and then they replaced him with his doppelganger. It was a dude who looked just like him, and the guy actually had, like, better ideas Okay. Uh, for for the nation, and it dealt with some issues of um, a spouse, and like how does does the spouse realize it's right. not him and all this? But and apparently she knew. After like, I can uh, understand that, but like, okay, like let's say you you send your friend on a mission, they come back, they're acting different. How do you know that it is a copy of them, and and the real person hasn't been found? Or if it's them, but they're brainwashed. Like, do they check for a particular birthmark and it's not there? If it's a doppelganger, that's like an exact copy. It's like a clone. It's, it's yeah, perfect. Yeah, that's true. Well, so it'd be some kind of personality flaw. Maybe the guy was just, uh, maybe his personality was like too wooden or something. They said they disposed of the doppelganger, which means they made the decision that that's not this really, is a fake. We're going to yeah. get rid of it as opposed to something ain't right. We're going to try to unbrainwash him. Like, that's a big decision to make. Yeah, it is true. That is very true. Maybe, I mean, it was just like limited uh, capacity, what they could or could not do. I don't know. I don't know. But to do some more digging on that one. Emerus is a hunter legendary. This is a, a dragon uh, card type. Now, Emerus was one of the four dragons of Nightmare uh, that was added in back in patch 1.8, but then removed before the release of Cataclysm, uh, was a world boss. The Dragons of Nightmare were members of the Green Dragon Flight, and they were charged with guarding the world trees of Azeroth by Ysera. They were subsequently corrupted, and now Emerus and the Dragons of Nightmare can be found in the Emerald Nightmare Raid. Yeah, they come after you defeat everybody, so it's like uh, when when you beat that raid, and you're in like the the re- restored part of the... Yeah, the cleanse. Yeah, the cleanse. Yeah. That is when their they're visages, or they're yeah. the ghostly figures of sure. them are there, which if if they follow, 
you know, Star Wars at all, that means that they're all good and they're not corrupted anymore because everything's good there. Right. So it's kind of a happy ending in a way that they, you know, they're, their spirits found a happy place, and so they're good after all. So they became yeah, uncorrupted, and that also uh, means that at any time Blizzard could bring them back. So <laughs> <laughs> we also have Prince Liam, who is a legendary card in the Paladin class. On his artwork, he appears as a ghost, and the reason is is because uh, Prince Liam is Gen Greymane's son, so Liam Greymane. Uh, he was angry at his father for not sending help to fight the Scourge. Uh, they got in a big fight over that. Um, and eventually he was killed by Sylvanas in the battle for Gilneas City. That's kind of creepy mm-hmm. that you can play a ghostly figure like that. Also from the Greymane family, we have Tess Greymane, uh, which is a legendary card of the Rogue class. She is heir to the throne of Gilneas. She is a member of the Uncrowned and hangs out in the Rogue Order Hall. Now, the Princess Tess is a member of the royal family. She is the daughter of King Greymane. And her life was actually saved by a potion that was made by Crinan Aranus. So if it wasn't for Crinan, she would have died right after she was born. And now, because of Prince Liam's death, she is now the heir of the throne of Gilneas. It's an interesting style choice on their part, too, to not include the word princess in the card. They did state specifically they didn't feel that it fit her as well um, because she is more of an assassin. It's more of her characteristic. Like, yes, she is the princess, but it's not what you define her as. She defines herself as a rogue assassin. Yeah. Not as a princess. Yeah. Yeah. I like her. I've not played that card either. There's a lot of these I haven't seen or played, but. You can actually play as her in the uh, the monster hunt. And lastly, we have Lord Godfrey. He is a new warlock legendary. If you remember the cinematic, if you ever create a worgen, he's the first person you encounter. I have created a worgen. And I love that opening storyline. Yep. He's it's... the one that locks you up in a cage. And... Oh, that's him? Or yeah. you're in the, the, not the cage, but no, you're in a cage. That's right. Yeah. Or like a crate or something like yeah. that. I thought you were first put in a like stockade thing, the thing that covers your head and arms. You're like in a wooden block where people can throw tomatoes at you. And then you get bit and then you end up in the cage where you turn. Yeah. When you're yeah. in the cage, like after you've turned, he's like the first person that oh, says. Oh, well, that's what you said. You encounter him as a yeah. worgen. Yeah. Right, right. Uh, okay. Because you start off that one as, as a Gilnean. Yes. Lord Vincent Godfrey is a renegade nobleman from Gilneas who opposed his king, Gin Greymane, after discovering that Gin and many of his people had been afflicted with the Worgen curse. Uh, he is not happy about Worgen. He um, did not really believe that they could be saved. Uh, he actually tried to kidnap Gin Greymane to offer him up his ransom against uh, the Forsaken. Well, it's because he also he- killed himself. Later, yeah. yeah. He eventually killed himself. Yeah. He did not he, want so, to be Worgen. Yeah, he didn't want to, well, he didn't want to acknowledge Worgen was his lord. He didn't want to acknowledge Lord Greymane. So because that affected him so badly, he took his own life. And then the Forsaken got a hold of that corpse and went, ah, we're not done with you yet. We're going to reanimate you. In a... So he is an, un... well, he's a warlock. He's an undead Forsaken warlock. 
when you get into lore, you can muddle up the classes and the races <laughs> that we can't do in game. Yeah. Sometimes they just kind of like pick what what style is this person, you know, what's their MO of doing things. One of the things I really truly enjoy about Hearthstone is and it's kind of weird to say, but it's the lore factor that you get because you get introduced to characters that now we see on a regular basis because of the card game that you would not normally interact with in the world of Warcraft for any significant amount of time. So you get to see Lord Greymane, you get to see Lord Godfrey, you get to see the princess, you get to see all these people we just talked about on a regular basis if you're playing the games that have those cards or you'll see them you know, against you. And even though you may look at it and go, oh, that's a... 4-4 card that has this ability, you still see that name and it still reminds you of who they are. So it's important to not only understand what the card mechanism is, but also the person or the entity who's on that card. I think it's very important. I think that's true. One of my favorite card effects was um, Cthune, which is one of those ones when you when you play it, uh, it does all this damage. You know, it gets it gets buffed while it's in your deck. Well, it's not being played, and then you play it, and it does, like, more damage can, uh, depending on how much you buffed it. Yes. It's just one of those things, like, when you think of, like, an old god, you know, lurking below the surface, you know, waiting to attack. Uh, and that card really emulates that, and it's been one of my favorite ones. Yeah, um, it always scares me when someone plays one of the cards that buffs Cthune, because you see yeah. it, and it's like, and then, you know, Cthune just got, like, 9-9 nine, nine, wherever he might be. Well, if you play standard, you don't have to worry about it anymore. Oh, he's to make him wild? Yeah. Okay. They pushed it back into wild. Mm. Hey, a little bit of an update. Uh, they are going to be uh, kind of tweaking Shutterwalk. Yeah, they're capping it to 20 battle cries. And they're also reducing the animation time, uh, and they're redoing the animation order. They're doing a lot of changes. Yeah, they are. And we kind of knew that when it first came out because, <laughs> man... So I've got it. I've got Shutterwalk, and I built a deck around it, and uh, I've gotten to play it. Okay. Did you get to trigger it? I got to trigger it. So the issue is, so it's going to then, any card that had a battle cry previous played, well, then all those battle cries get played again in a random order. A couple of the things that I didn't like is if you have a battle cry that does damage, like a, you play something that does three damage, and then you pick the card you want to do, dam to do damage to. When Shutterwalk does it, it's random. It could be you or your opponent that gets that three damage. Unless it says two and enemy. Two, yeah. Or two and many, yeah, right. many, yeah. Yes. If it specifically says where the damage is going to go, you're okay. If it says does three damage and you can pick anybody who does three damage to, which some cards are who are played, some minions you can get buffed if they get damage. So that's, that's why those cards exist in the game. But you have to be very careful of what battle cries you're actually choosing because Shutterwalk can go sideways very quickly. Yeah, I noticed last expansion they added in some cards with the mechanic of a, of, a, of a spell being cast randomly with random targets. Yeah. And then you really have to pay attention to does, does the spell say does damage... To a hero, to an enemy hero, to a minion, to an enemy minion, because that that makes a big difference. So in the I've played the that deck three times now, and I need to learn to wait because I'll get Shutterwalk and it's a nine nine I think. You play it on turn nine. Yeah, I need yeah. to wait a little. Longer. Yeah, 
I just want to see it. So the first time I played it, the guy conceded. Like as it was playing out? It was like right as his turn was done, he's like, I've been bested. You know, it's like you could have waited. Like I think I think he cued it and walked away. <laughs> it was still doing the thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think he conceded and left, and I'm here watching so this thing unfold, and I was the only participant at that point. <laughs> Uh, the second time I did it, the guy was able to withstand it. It was it got down to nitty gritty on that one. Uh, and then the third time I played it, that game went for a little further that I won as well. Yeah, so the withstanding of it, that guy, I think I don't remember what he was, but he ended up beating me. Like it was a good game. It was one of those that went down to the wire. Unfortunately, uh, the way I had built this deck and it still needs some tweaking, I just kind of just look for interesting. Battle cries and threw them in there, not really thinking about how they would all play together. So it's not the greatest deck. Okay. So I do want to I do want to rebuild that one. Then you can borrow it with a new borrow deck Ooh. feature. That's true. Yeah. Lucky there. You shadow rock versus shadow rock. I hadn't even thought of that. We should do that. Maybe we should do that at, like at lunch today. We'll rebuild that deck. Yeah. Yeah. That was one thing that we noticed at the fireside gathering. Like just because someone borrows a deck from you doesn't mean you have to borrow a deck from them. No, you can play your own. Which means that you could both be playing the same deck. Yeah, we, we played your uh, your Warlock. You have a Warlock quest deck, which is absolutely... Why well, I said Warlock. Morlock. <laughs> wow. It's my Murloc Shaman deck, yeah. Yeah, your Murloc Shaman quest deck, which is an absolute blast to play. It's so much fun. And uh, we went head-to-head on that one with that team, yeah. and that was fun. The, the, the deck is really susceptible to board wipes. So sometimes they get wiped a few times. Yeah. And I can still come back and sometimes I'm like, ah, no, killed it. <laughs> <laughs> so folks, we hope you guys are enjoying that new Witchwood expansion as much as we are. If you are in the Orlando area, uh, we do a cool fireside gathering once a month, usually on a Saturday. And we can't really lock down a recurrent event on that where it's, uh, because of the location we're at. Uh, so you can just check out our meetup which is called Florida Fireside, to get the latest information on that. We would love to have you guys out for a visit. Here's your random blizzard factoid. While the first druid was Cenarius, Malfurion Stormrage was the first mortal druid. And that's going to bring us to the conclusion of episode number 380. Don't forget, you can join us on our Discord server. We chat in there. It's getting a little more chatty, which we like. We set up a real easy way for you to do that. If you just go to bit.ly forward slash hearthcast, that's going to take you right over to our Discord invite, and you can uh, join all the fun there. And, of course, we want to thank our friends on Facebook, our followers on Twitter. And as we close the show, we want to thank you for listening. Precipice. Precipice. I really want to say like precipice. And then I'm like, I don't, that's not a word. That's not a word. And I Neither stuck. is rectical. <laughs> I say rectical a lot. I do. I, that, you know that went out, I did a, a presentation. It was a government presentation. Oh, and, no. and I was, and, and, and we had a, and I'm like, and, and I did the voiceover for it. And I was saying rectical, even though it said whatever the right word is. Reticle. Reticle. <laughs> and I'm saying Line the target with the rectangle. <laughs> and luckily, like before, like minutes before it was supposed to ship, someone was listening to it. And I just hear this crazy laughter coming <laughs> from their office. 
they're like, Rectical? Hardly know them, which is an old joke about Rectum, hardly know them. Uh, but luckily, I had some recording equipment at the office and just redid the VOs there. <laughs> so... It's still in WoW whenever it comes up. You're like, what's the right word? <laughs> well, I don't know. It's one of those things that once you've done it, you're stuck. Yeah. You are stuck with that. Yeah. And I'm stuck with rectical. <laughs> <laughs>